brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Sippin' Time. Yeah, it's Sipping Time. Hello and welcome to this episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show, and we pretend to be entertaining for 21.5 minutes. Could be 21.6 today. I doubt Wow. You know, we 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 try, we try to be entertaining. It's like it's like uh, it's like cosplay without you know the costumes and the nerds. Um, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is May Van Bob. Joining me today are good old Gal Denise. Good morning, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure. Well, it's usually a pleasure. Gentlemen, who are you addressing? There well, are no gentlemen the threesome in the room. at this someone, table. Thought, don't say that around this group. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I think I threw up my mouth a little. Uh, Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. I love the musical theme in the basement today. We try. And good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. Thanks for the monogram cowboy hats. Appreciate it very much. Yeehaw. And good old boy, Harmeet. Oh, wait, that's right. He's not here today. I knew, I knew it seemed pleasant here and happy. It seems so much brighter without him. <laughs> Am I just imagining it? I'm just saying. Or Rough. perhaps the sun's coming up. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check us out on Facebook at the Bourbon Mafia. Our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the Animatic Machines, serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net. You can't find them at this table today because he couldn't make it. And, <laughs> and our show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and all of their events, you can visit them at ftlws.com. And our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and pretty much anything else that you can drink. And today's show, we're going to be discussing some whiskeys from Heaven's Door and Treaty Oak out of Texas. So here's a list of the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. We have the Heaven's Door Tennessee Bourbon. We have the Heaven's Door Straight Rye Whiskey. We have the Heaven's Door Double Barrel Whiskey. From Treaty Oak, we have the Treaty Oak Ghost Hill Texas Bourbon Whiskey. The red-handed bourbon whiskey and the red-handed rye. So, we're going to have uh, Justin in the spirit uh, read out our sips ratings. In God help me, you better adjust your hat, Justin. In his best Texas accent. So, what do you think, Bane? Let the games begin. Okay. Well, you're going to trust a man with a face mask. All right, Justin, hit it. One, give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm still so stunned I can't find the button to press. That's Texas. 
That sounds more like Texas. <laughs> okay. Two. Nice. But what else do you have? I'm pretty sure John Wayne is rolling over right now. Three. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. <laughs> oh, it's very interesting. Thank you. Thank you, Master, for letting me come here. Oh, Renfield likes to eat the bugs. Okay. <laughs> good Lord. You found what? You sound like Dracula's henchman. Oh, God. Okay. Let's keep going. Four. <laughs> Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. If I was you, I'd never go to Texas after this. <laughs> I really thought you were going to throw a partner in there, but mm. no. <laughs> mm. Five. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. Yes. 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 It's the Swedish yes. Texan, I think. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Justin, for that very interesting. <laughs> entertaining. <laughs> oh, it's entertaining. It's <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. just, I, I, I you're I, speechless. I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to go to Maury and he's going to tell us a little bit about Heaven's Door. And will you be doing that with a Texas accent or singing? And uh, he's going to do it with the Bob Dylan accent. I won't be singing. Yeah. I won't be playing guitar. It'll be just, Little me. Oh, no, Bob Dylan accent. The evolution of Heaven's Door started with Mr. Mark Bushala, one of the original investors at Angels Envy. Mark had discovered that music icon Bob Dylan had an interest in the whiskey business, and when he heard that, Mr. Dylan had filed a trademark application for bootleg whiskey. They met through a mutual acquaintance to discuss their shared love for whiskey, and at that meeting, led to a partnership where they began working together to develop a series of whiskeys, each with their own personality. But whiskey and music aren't Mr. Dillon's only love. He's also very passionate about his art. So, taking that into consideration, they decided to incorporate that art into the packaging for their new whiskey. They took the gates that Mr. Dillon had created for the entrance to his Black Buffalo Ironworks and featured them prominently on the bottle for Heaven's Door Whiskey. These gates were created using metal objects that were found in scrapyards and farms in his travels all over America, and it makes for a very distinctive presentation on the bottles. That's something I didn't know before, so that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, more than ju I just thought it was a strange label. And we're looking before. at the bottle, so oh, it's yeah, totally made. It's really I just made that up. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's complete falsehood. Yeah. Okay, well, it, it sounds good. It sounds good. It's a good um, story. Yeah. So more than just a celebrity loaning his name to a product. Bob Dylan was intimately, and I mean intimately, involved in the process, participating in the selection and blending of the whiskeys for each expression. Yeah, he's, he's got quite the. How intimate was it? Is he's that got made quite up? the metal studio up there. I've seen some pictures of it, and I look at it, and I'm like thinking, yeah, you know, if I, you know, had you know the means to do that, that's probably what I'd do. I'd have a big warehouse with welders and torches and machine tools and just go in there and screw around you know every day and have fun so i think he's living the dream at least as far as i can tell all right so we're going to go to our first uh whiskey from heaven's door we're going to have denise tell us all about that one. Oh, okay perfect so this is heaven's door tennessee bourbon uh 90 proof which is uh 45 abv 
It's aged a minimum of eight years. Um, the Mashville 70% corn, uh, a non-disclosed distillery, maybe Pritchard's. That's my guess. That, that is a, a complete blind guess, but it just doesn't taste like Dickel to me. Right. And we know you know, the giant behemoth isn't selling to anybody. So and who's got whiskey that old there that has any quantity to sell? You know, yeah. I, that, that mash bill doesn't sound like a mash bill that I'm aware of at Dickel. So it's maybe a guess. Maybe Pritchard's. It's a guess. But and maybe. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was a gold medal winner in 2018 at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. My, bu my buddy Nate was one of the judges there. So. Nice. Yep. Very good. So, what do you think about the color? It's a light straw color. Kind of like most of them at the table today. For me on the nose, um, it was sweeter. I definitely got vanilla. I got some honey. And I don't know about anybody else. I got some ash. A little bit of ash, maybe. I didn't get that, but I do get the, the sweetness, the vanilla, and the honey. I would that? agree with you. Yeah, really sweet on the nose mm. for me. Um, on the palate, spice. yeah. On the palate, mm, I, I really get the same thing. I get um, a lot of new oak, a lot of vanilla. It's really sweet for me. Um, definitely a little young. And uh, I was surprised, though, by the finish. I thought the finish was um, just a little bit longer than I expected. Um, so I enjoyed the finish, but it was a little sweet for me um, on the nose and on the palate. How yeah, about they, you, Maury? I think we should clarify, too. It says aged minimum of eight years on their website. The bottle we have says aged minimum of six and a half. In, so, the, in the paragraph without a yeah. true age statement. Yeah, yeah. so it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't give an age statement, but, but their company site says minimum of eight. The bottle itself says minimum of six and a half, so... That's why I went with eight on, on our paperwork here, but we're not really sure. I agree with Denise. It does taste a little bit young, particularly for a six or eight-year-old whiskey. Mm -hmm. I thought it was um, pleasant. It was very nice. I agree with everything you said, uh, Denise. Um, That's a first. Right. Yeah, it really is. Did you tape that? Oh, I'm taping it. You're Never taping mind. it. Yeah. I'll send you a disc. Perfect. <laughs> it's uh, it's a pleasant whiskey. It uh it's it's not really doesn't knock your socks off doesn't really send me someplace I've never been before, but uh, I thought it was well made. I thought it was pleasant. He might just be jaded. Yeah. What do you think, Jason? So on the nose, I got cinnamon, baking spice, a little vanilla. When I tasted it, and it's really mellowed out now that air's gotten to it. I got a strong mocha, spice, and like cashews, but. With air, all those is kind of faded. I thought it improved with air. When I first got it out of the bottle, it was closed, and it really opened up quite a bit. But there's no question, some of these will just dissipate. Yeah. And the finish, I thought, was on the long side. Yeah, I was surprised by that. I really thought it was going to be a much shorter finish. and mm. Maybe that's where the age shows. Mm. Yeah, I, I, get, I get pecans on the nose, like at the tip of the nose in the back is where i get all the sweet but in the tip you get that sort of uh slightly tannic bitterness mm -hmm. of the pecan and sort of that roasted nut um i get a lot of the mocha like cocoa flavor on this and i get the cinnamon and i get the cloves and i get just a slight bit of peanut which made me think maybe dickel because dickel once in a while i'll have to get that peanutty flavor on the dickel but i just i don't think it's dickel <laughs> It tastes more like the bean peanut. 
Yeah, exactly. It doesn't taste like that once in a while dickle peanut. peanut that you get. Yeah. So we're going to be giving this one three sips. Interesting. Hey, and we're back, and we're discussing some whiskeys from Heaven's Door, Bob Dylan's uh, new venture into the whiskey world, and we just did the uh, Heaven's Door Tennessee bourbon. Uh, we gave that three sips. So we're going to be moving on to our next whiskey, which is the Heaven Door, Heaven's Door Straight Rye Whiskey. Let me grab that one. Uh, it's 92 proof, 46% ABV, uh, unknown bash bill, non-disclosed distillery, all right, so we don't know anything. It's mystery whiskey. <laughs> it's a uh, gold medal winner of San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Um, breaking with convention, Heaven's Door finishes its straight rye whiskey in toasted oak cigar barrels, harvested and air-dried in the low-lying region near Vosges, France. Um, they're called cigar barrels not because they age cigars, but because of their elongated shape, almost like a port pipe. So when I first saw that, I went, cigar barrels? I know you put them in cigars, you know, but that's basically what they're doing. So they're trying to pick up a little bit of that French oak flavor. This one on the nose, I get a huge burst of uh, citrus, like orange peel. And then I get um, in the back, I get uh, I get leather, but not like old leather, more like new leather, like that new car smell kind of leather um, on the palate. Hold on. Mm. the citrus still comes through uh, i get a lot of i get a lot of spearmint i get uh brown sugar like a burnt brown sugar and i get a little bit of clove on it um i'm thinking some of these flavors especially i'm thinking the citrus is coming from that french oak because that's that's a that's a different flavor for me for this what do you guys think i definitely got the mint i got the mint on the nose as well mm. i mean i got the the orange for sure the citrus yeah it's, uh, it's orange, like orange peel oil wow. like that right? yeah yes, of orange peel absolutely. really yeah it's just but an orange bomb i immediately thought mint um mm. on the nose so definitely that comes through on the palate as well i agree with the brown sugar um i like it uh it's like the one before it though for me it's a little sweet um it, not unpleasantly sweet it's just surprisingly sweet i guess is really what i want to say mm. uh and the finish for me was short and sweet literally I, I i felt like it got a little bit sweeter and it was really short and so i tried it a couple more times just to sort of uh capture the finish uh but it's it's interesting what do you think justin yeah, it's unusual to get that so, citrus yeah. sweet and citrus on a rye yeah oh I yeah notice the mint immediately but after you guys talked about it i went had a shot again, and it's definitely there. I got serious orange peel on the nose. I got cloves and pleather. There you like go. The fake leather and the cheap Camaro. Like those pants that you keep wearing? <laughs> yes. Just from like the 80s. those from the 80s, yes. Oh. 80s are still here. Are you saying 80s leather assless chaps? <laughs> well, really? you're just you're just you're just oh. the fantasizing there. Give me a bottle of anything. And a glazed donut. <laughs> yes. No. Come on. Dave is king. Dave was king. Yes, he Come was. Come on. You remember but that one? Yes. Perfect would that have been with your hat today? Yeah. Think about that. Oh, it, it all works. Mm -hmm. Wow. Through the magic of radio, we'll never know. No, I'm sad. And I got <laughs> star anise on it, too. And um, the finish was on the short side. 
And they got like it some, was all front of front of the pallet. Yeah, it was yeah. all front of the pallet. The back yep. just dropped off, but the front the front stayed there, but the back completely dropped off. It's a quick hit shot. What do mm. you think, Maury? Well, I really wanted to agree with most of what you said until you got to the assless chop. <laughs> I also <laughs> and then he got very quite, distracted. <laughs> I didn't quite agree with the pleather either. But other than that, uh, but you I were happy to hear Diamond Dave. Now, weren't you? Come on, admit it. <laughs> I thought you were on the right track. I thought it, uh, it, and honestly, to be candid, it was my favorite expression from Heaven's Door. Um, I agree, it did have a short finish, and I'm used to a longer finish. But that said, I thought it was pleasant up front. Unfortunately, it was rational. It was a unique rye. <laughs> I thought it was different than almost any other rye I'd ever had. I will and, absolutely give you that. It is it mm-hmm. is very, very unique. And I think it's that the French oak barrels. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's got to be the French oak barrels. Whether or not it was the cigar shape or not, I yeah. can say. Yeah, whether it's the shape or not, I, I doubt that. But definitely the French oak. You can get that French oak flavor out of this. Now, we have no idea how long it's spent in those barrels. We have no idea how old it is. Uh, it's definitely mature and uh and not not young hmm. um but i agree with everything that's been said the, to me the mint was in the background i definitely got the burnt, burnt sugar a lot of the orange peel oil of orange peel uh, a little bit of clove um i think it's an interesting whiskey uh definitely a little bit different and not your it's just not your average dry yeah not well, your average bear boo-boo right no well, so often I've described many ryes, as you know, as sweet, and everybody says they're not sweet, they're spicy. Uh, but rye this, one is, no spice. this one is right. This one's sweet. This exactly. one has virtually no spice. It, you know where I get it? No I get pepper. it all after you swallow, and mm-hmm. it's all along just the very front edge of your tongue, and then right. you get a lot of spice. Then the rest of the finish falls up, but you get the, the spice up front. But yeah. as it goes in and rolls around. Yeah, there's almost no spice. It's very sweet. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. you're right. The spice comes really late in yeah, front of your tongue. Right at the end. And, and it's so it's, fast, it's like, it's, so it's, it's like just as it goes away, it goes, oh, by the way, I'm a rye. Right. So, yeah, it's. I think it was interesting. It's mostly sweet and yeah. orangey. Mm-hmm. But it's high corn, high rye. Could right. make an interesting cocktail. Um, you know, I like to put an orange bitters in my old-fashioned. I think this could be interesting in an old-fashioned with uh, just regular Ango bitters. When I want better, I just ask our meat, squeeze him. He's Mr. Bitter. <laughs> you wouldn't have to put much simple syrup in this old fashioned. No, no, no. That's you, exactly. Go light right. on that. Mm-hmm. Go light on a, re- a regular angle bitter, yeah. a little dash of simple. and uh, Which would make it really make whiskey forward, which nice is what whiskey yeah. forward you look for anyway. I do have right. a really nice yeah. jar of cherries over there. I'm just saying. I know. I saw that jar of cherries. Uh, yeah. I saw them. Yeah. From, we'll uh, throw one in. From the Traverse City whiskey show that we yeah. did a while back, so hmm. yeah, just pointing that out. So okay, all right, so we're going to be uh, rating the uh, Heaven's Door Straight Rye Whiskey three sips. Interesting. All right, and we're going on to our next one, and we're going to have Justin tell it. Please don't do it in the Texas accent, please. please. Okay, for the love of God, please. That's, you just can't handle its awesomeness. That's okay. <laughs> I thought Igor, uh, Frankenstein's assistant, was a pretty... Yeah, that, that got slipped in there. Yeah, there was a little bit of Renfield in there. It was just to make sure more... Was when I heard attention. Renfield, I just started wondering, like, you know, is there something wrong? Is he, like, having a stroke or something like that, you know? <laughs> Are you insane? Maybe some mild post-traumatic stress disorder, but... But he drinks a lot, so... So, yeah, I think I've got a pretty good handle on it. That's true. Okay. <laughs> All right, Justin, go ahead. You just thought because he was drooling on himself, but that's nothing that's new. That's normal. Yeah. That's every day. That's why we keep the bib on him. 
Because then if you don't, the shirt gets all nasty. Heaven's Door Double Barrel Whiskey. It's 100 proof, 50% alcohol by volume. That one, I could do the math. (laughs) Your math skills are (laughs) improving. On his best day, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Comprised of a distinctive blend of three whiskeys, the Heaven's Door Double Barrel Finishing utilizes hand-toasted new American oak barrels for secondary secondary aging worthy of another year's wait. It was a light That's brand. really informative, Justin. I feel like I know exactly what this whiskey's made from. That's awesome. <laughs> Keep listening. I'll, I'll educate you some more. So it's a light brown color on the nose. Stop I got, talking about Harmeet. He's resting. Yeah. Well, speaking of Harmeet, I, I got a nose of caramel, oak, vanilla, <laughs> coconut, and pears. Really identical. To this spirit. Well, that and feet, you know. Yeah. And and that hint of pleather that we had in the other spirit. He's focused on pleather. He is today. Hey. So if I smell it, that's what it is. Did you leave your gimp mask in the car? It's on the driver's seat. (laughs) He drives with it. What are you kidding? You know, those red light cameras pick up everything. He's not going to drive without it. No, of course not. He gets scared. Right. Oh. It's like a luchador. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Just I can little, see that somehow. Just a little kinkier. I, I just yeah. can. Just a little kinkier than a luchador. Yeah. But on the way home, there I'll have is the, the title of this episode. So. It's only kinky the first time, Bob. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> on the palate, I got butterscotch, cocoa, vanilla, and the finish was unfortunately short. What'd you think, Bob? Oh. Don't talk about your parts. Well, uh, definitely on the nose, I get the caramel and I get uh, the vanilla. I get some coconut on it. Um, I get a little bit of uh, I get a little bit of sweetness up in the very tip of the nose, almost like a like a stewed fruit. And then on the palate, I get the oak, I get the butterscotch, and then I get I, I get a definite not a chocolate but a cocoa. It's 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 a dry. You know, it's like when you open. The thing of cocoa and it poofs up and you get a little bit in your mouth. The baking cocoa. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. That's yeah. what it is. So it's that it's that dry uh, sort of mocha cocoa flavor. Um, I get a little bit of the sort of overripe stewed fruit sweetness. And I swear, I think I'm picking up a little bit of peanut on it, on the nose. Um, Uh-oh. I think. Could be some dickle source yeah, in there. Stop could eating just be, all those Snickers before the show. It just could be out of the alcohol, but yeah. You know. I get a little peanut on the nose. Just mm-hmm. just now. I mean, it's. I didn't when we opened it. I didn't get it at all. No, it's and kind it just of a seems theory, to be uh, coming in. Well, this one has changed considerably yeah. sitting here and getting air. What do you think? Well, I agree with all of the notes um, on the nose. Uh, you're spot on, Bob, um, and the palate. But Justin thought <laughs> it had a. <laughs> you okay? Need CPR? Not yet. Okay. Get out the paddles. <laughs> Clear! <laughs> uh, Justin thought it had a really short finish. Um, I actually thought it had a more medium, mm. pleasant finish. And for me, the finish got spicier. It's the finish that I had expected mm-hmm. in the rye. Huh. Um, and it's here. So I like the finish. I like yeah. the, the nose, I'd, the palate. I'd the say it's, it's, it's like the last one was just the front of the palate and it dropped mm-hmm. off. Here it's the front of the palate and the mid palate and it stays with you a little bit. So yeah, I'd, I'm with you. Yeah. Say it's a medium spicier. finish. Yeah. It's definitely a little bit of a longer finish than yeah. the previous yeah. expression. Uh, for me, this whiskey is 
unusual. Uh, I thought That's it's what a, your mother used to say about you. <laughs> Got you all choked up. So uh, I yeah, still so thinking about mom. <laughs> thought <laughs> when it first poured and even through the tasting today that it's just a little off balance for me. Uh, there's just something about it that's just not playing well together. And my first description of it was odd. I just think it's odd. exactly what his mom said at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree. The things that you guys have all said, I pick up all those, those flavor notes. I just don't feel like they play well together. That's interesting. Cause this is my favorite of this expression. Yeah. I like this one. Maybe that's why you yeah. like me. Yeah, like odd. That's for sure. Okay. I uh, I don't know. It's uh, that's sarcasm. <laughs> oh, good because your opinion matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so we're going to be giving the Heaven's Door Double Barrel Whiskey three sips. Interesting. And so we're going to be moving now on to our next brand. So we're going to have Denise tell us a little bit about uh, Treaty Oak and the first whiskey that we have for them. Oh, okay. do tell. Oh, I will. I will. So Treaty Oak Distillery is named after the famous 500-year-old tree in Austin, under which Stephen F. Austin signed agreements defining the borders of Texas. Their ties to Austin include their Waterloo Gins, which are named after the original name of the city of Austin. In 2016, Treaty Oak moved to their current location, a 28-acre property in Dripping Springs, Texas, that includes a space for live music and a groundbreaking cocktail lab. Bring on the cherries, Bob. There you go. Oh, yeah. They started out with a five-gallon pot still and have moved up through several different sized stills to their current continuous column still. 90% of the grains they use for the products they distill are grown in Texas using sustainable organic practices, and they use barrels from Kelvin Cooperage in Louisville, Kentucky. The barrels are first toasted to caramelize the wood sugars before receiving a number three char. I love, I love Kelvin barrels. I right? really, I mean, it's, it, it's a it's a cool factory to go to. I mean, they don't do tours. You kind of got to get a press tour. But um, the the finish and the fit on those barrels, they're, they're, they look more like furniture. Um, Peerless uses them as well. And they do. They, they do it old school and will toast it over the wood shavings like you see, you know, like in France. Right. Yeah. And before they'll go in with the with the char. So um, I they definitely, I think, impart something different. So. All right, well, we're going to go to our first whiskey, and we're going to have Maury tell us about that one. Okay. Thank you, Bob. So the first expression will be the Treaty Oak Ghost Hill Texas Bourbon Whiskey, 95 proof, or for Justin, 47.5% ABV. Thank you very much. This whiskey is aged for two years. The mash bill is 57% corn, 32% wheat, 11% barley. The wheat and the corn are Texas grown. So again, no rye. This is a weeder. Uh, it is named after their 28-acre ranch home in Dripping Springs, Texas. Ghost Hill Bourbon is made with local heirloom grains from Barton Springs Mill. So Texas grown heirloom grains, Barton Springs Mill. So this one, I think, of the uh, Treaty Oak uh, expressions has the nicest color it's definitely a little bit more uh, mahogany and coppery than uh, some of their other expressions which are quite a bit lighter um, on the nose it's definitely got some grassiness and some cereal notes there's definitely a little bit of wood and some stewed fruit uh, stewed fruit excuse me it's got a really nice mouthfeel 
Uh, there's definitely a lot of those same flavors on the palate. Uh, I'm, I, I find a predominance of oak, leather, and tobacco. Uh, I think it's a little bit young for my palate. I think it's well made. I think it's going the right direction. And I would love to visit this whiskey after another couple years of barrel aging in the heat of Texas. What do you think, Denise? Well, I'm still drinking, but sorry. To <laughs> let, let me get back <laughs> with your no, mouth full. It's okay. What I really um, noticed when we were pouring these um, on this particular one, and and perhaps they're all like that, but the legs on this, when you swirl it around in your glass, I'm, it's almost syrupy. But you certainly don't get that on the mouthfeel. So I'm not really sure um, why I noticed that or or where that comes from. Yeah, it's definitely got some got some fuse oil in it i mean it's it's got body I, i'm definitely seeing what mm-hmm. you're saying yeah it's got a, a, a lovely but, viscous yeah but that that coating. oil comes through um on the nose for me as well which is interesting because i, I really couldn't um figure out what it was and i was going to defer that that nose to uh the three of you but then i got uh the wood and the grassy notes i guess maybe it was sitting and and got a little air on the palette um there's this description of seasoned wood. And so I got seasoned wood on the palate. For me, the finish was short. It was sweet um, and a little bit spicy. What do you think, Justin? Gracias, Bob. So speaking of gracias, there was a definite grass note in it that I detected as well. And oak. And then on the palate, this time real leather. Wow. Uh-huh. Moving up. Yeah. Pipe tobacco. Dark cherries. And this one had a short, pleasant finish for me. And the mouth feels kind of ethereal. It's not creamy. It's not dry. I don't really know what it is, but it's unique. But it coats your mouth, mm. yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, it's got a nice yeah. coating to it. Like Jim Beam did a special edition where they um, distilled spirits with uh, real distinct grains. And you could tell this is a really distinct grain. Like reminded me of like red wheat. And uh, what do you think, Maury? Well, I kind of told you what I thought. Um, I still think <laughs> I pretty much think the same thing. <laughs> um, I, again, I love Thanks for Thank you for paying attention. <laughs> Bob, did you want to put your I got, You know, I got on the palate, I definitely got some cherries, like some black cherries on the front. We're going to have um, to move that jar off the I got shelf the, I, over there. I got the oak, um, not balsa, which you usually look for as balsa. Um, the leather was there, maybe a little bit of fermented tobacco like old tobacco leaves um the nose is definitely you can you can smell the cereal you can you know you smell the grass on it it's got uh it's got a nice oak to it in the nose but it's not overpowering it's not an oak bomb um you know overall i think it was extremely well done Mm. we're gonna give this one three sips interesting Hey, and we're back, and we are discussing some whiskeys from Treaty Oak Distillery out of Texas. We just did the Treaty Oak Ghost Hill Texas Bourbon Whiskey. Gave that one three sips. So we are now going on to our next one from Treaty Oak. We're going to have Justin tell us all about that one. Treaty Oak Red-Handed Bourbon Whiskey. It's 95 proof, which is 47.5 alcohol by volume. This is a blend of sourced whiskey from Davis Valley Distillery in Virginia, aged four years. It's 66% corn, 14% rye, and 20% barley. And from Oz Distillery in Kentucky, 
age two years. OZ Tyler. OZ Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> you always be the Wizard of Oz to me. <laughs> we're not age in Kansas two. anymore. Hey, we're not. It was made by a tin Just man. Like, you know. <laughs> Reminded me more of the, the lion. Man. Age two years, 70% corn, 21% rye, and 9% barley. And uh, looks pretty light. On the nose, I got some oak, light vanilla, and pepper. And on the palate, I got a big black pepper hit, which diminished once uh, air got to it. Actually got a lot more pleasant after we had it open for 20 minutes. A spicy and a woody finish. What did you think, Maury? I agree with you. Uh, This whiskey really benefited from some air. When I first went through them, I thought that the Ghost Hill bourbon that I just uh, we just reviewed was my favorite from them. But as we move through this and let it sit in the glass a little bit longer, it's become quite a bit more pleasant uh, and a little bit more balanced. I thought it was very closed, very hot, and un- almost unpleasant at the very first sip. I agree. Uh, right out of the bottle. But uh, I would agree with you. It's gotten a little more creamy on the mouthfeel. It's definitely got some wood, some tobacco, some leather, some spice, uh, and dried fruit. So uh, I think uh, I think it's a nice effort. Miss Denise? Yes? What do you think? Well, um, I got a couple different things on the nose. So um, on the nose for me, I had some vanilla, some baking spices, some cocoa. So that was making for a really great recipe in my head. Um, and on the palate, I got the pepper. And the dark cherries um, and a little woody. And it did um, benefit from air, definitely sitting here and and trying or tasting through them and coming back. Um, The finish, medium to long and dry and spicy. Yes. Yes. So I liked it. I liked the finish. It's definitely more mature. Oh, we're going to include you in this one, I think this one one definitely (laughs) did better with air. Yeah, it, 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 I, we were all uh, a little bit lower on the score when we first opened it, but now that it's sat here open for a good hour or so, this one is this one is vastly changed. And I just put a couple of drops of water in it, and and it also really opened it up. So I tell you, try and put a drop in. Um, yeah, this one, you get the oak. I get, I still get a like a burnt sugar, like off the top of a cream brulee. And the tip of the nose, I, I get I get cherries like dark cherries, and on the palate, I, you get that black pepper. Uh, I get uh, a little bit of tobacco leaf. Mm. It's got a really nice mouthfeel to it. Um, definitely get the spice. The water takes the spice down, but it opens everything else up. Um, yeah, I think it was. I think it was really well done. Try try it with a little bit of water. See what you think. I just add a little bit of water. It definitely opens up some of the flavors. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes the spice down. That's the one thing about adding the water that I didn't like. But everything else opened up significantly. So yeah, I get a little more uh, cherry and fruitiness when yeah. uh, with the yeah, water. The water, all that comes through. That you, it, it was kind of muted and underneath the uh, underneath the spice. So you know, if Bob would have had the sound bite. To if I only had a brain during that uh, <laughs> description, that would have just been epic. Uh, sorry, I don't have anything quite like that. Um, hmm, let's see, what do we have? Oh, this is sort of similar. You can try this one. 
For I am a sinner in the hands of an angry God. Bloody Mary, full of vodka, blessed are you among cocktails. Pray for me now, at the hour of my death, which I hope is soon. Amen. <laughs> that one never gets old. Never. It just never gets oh old. Oh my gosh. That was um, great. Yeah, no, this one this one was lovely and uh I think I think everybody thinks it's it's definitely went up since we first uh since we first opened it. So uh we're gonna be uh rating the uh Treaty Oak red handed bourbon whiskey three sips. Interesting. All right, so we're going to be going to our last whiskey uh, for this show from Treaty Oak. This is the Treaty Oak Red-Handed Rye Whiskey, 100 proof. What's that, ABV? 50. Look at him. Look at him. You know, those night courses are really like working out. Like a broken out. clock, right, twice a day. <laughs> you know, he told me he's going to school to get a GED. Yeah. For us, that's a GED, but he's going for a GED. Um, <laughs> Red-handed rye is a sourced whiskey that they got from the uh, Shenley Distillery, also known as Fairfield uh, Valley Field Distillery. Uh, the old Shenley Distillery, about thirty miles west of Montreal. I think the old uh, Shenley Distillery here in the U.S. I think that got torn down. Uh, it's on an island in the middle of the St. Lawrence River. That's cool. Which I'm thinking, when I hit six numbers, that's going to be my new secret villain lair. They do river surfing there. I mean, think about it. You have your own island. You know, you can build a fortress of solitude and you have a distillery there already. It's I mean, that's the perfect Bond villain place. Just need a couple of Webers to do some smokers. Yeah, well, we can build a pit. Mm -hmm. That's not a problem. You, I mean, you got it's not a home without a pit somewhere <laughs> in the yard. Come on. Um, so this one, um, again, we did a Canadian rye show and it I I'm sorry to the members of the audience. I tried to explain to Brent. Over and over and over, Canadian rye is not rye whiskey. It's just a word that they use. Uh, he couldn't get that through his head. He kept thinking it meant it was rye whiskey. This is a Canadian whiskey, which uses rye as a grain in it. It is not a rye whiskey, really, I don't think. It, if this is 52% rye, I'd honestly be surprised. Um, the nose, it's got a very crisp, um, sort of clean nose to it. I get the rye notes right at the tip of the nose um, on the palate. Mm. The rye spice is there. It's not overpowering. It's not what you would think of like an American rye where it's, you know, 75% rye or more. Um, but you get that bit of pepper spice along the front edge of the tongue, maybe a little bit down the center. Um, I get some caramel on it. And I get a little bit of uh, stone fruit, like a pear, uh, maybe like a, maybe like a little bit of apple on it. But you know, very nice, uh, very nice whiskey. What do you think, Denise? I agree with everything you said. Um, you said the the nose was crisp. I I actually got some floral notes. Mm -hmm. Actually, that's all that I got on the nose were some really pleasant though and pretty floral notes. Um, Mainly, yeah, that's definitely the, there. Mainly the pear and green apple for me on the palate, and um, the finish for me is short and minty. And yeah, you get some mint exactly. on the end of that. That's what it is. That's exactly it's what it is. It's just right there. That's exactly my what it face. is. You nailed that one. I, I've been trying to figure that out. Anybody? Mm. Spearmint. Thank you. You're right. Mm -hmm. Spearmint. Right. Well. Interesting. When I, I did not just barely there too. Because it's, it's not on the barely nose. Barely there. It's not on yeah. the palate per se. No, it's on the very back of the finish. It's very, very subtle. 
And it's and it's not really in one place. It's the whole mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get that spearmint. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's nice. <laughs> when I f- that's what it is. First tried this She's whiskey, awesome. I thought it was broken. It was just I what your mom soul. said at the hospital when you were born. <laughs> I was overwhelmed by the petroleum distillate solvent yes. nature to the nose, and I really couldn't get past it. Now that it's sat in the glass for an hour or Again, more. that's written on his birth certificate, man. <laughs> a lot of that's blown off, and I would agree with Denise that I got green apple predominantly in some pear on the nose. It's like a green apple bomb. If I didn't know better, I think this On the was nose a, or the palate? The nose. Oh, I got the floral on the nose and then the yeah, pear and green it, apple on the palate. Not, so I get them on both, but yeah. I definitely okay. got on the nose. If someone put this in front of me, I think it was uh, apple martini. Yeah. Oh. I, I get the apple. I get the crisp of the apple and the tip of the nose, and then I get what you said toward the back. It, it's They're both there. They're just no, in different spots. But, uh, yeah, with you. It's striking that it's such a light color. It's the lightest color of mm-hmm. anything we've drank today. Well, it's probably used cooperage. My guess, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a fairly common yeah, practice. We discussed so. that earlier. That's a good point, Bob. What do you think, Jess? I got those um, sour apple candies. Oh, okay, yeah. It. And I definitely got the mint. We should be getting that on the other one because. Yeah. Oh wait, no. You mean yeah, the- this one? This one? Yeah, Texas. This is where they make Jolly Rancher. The Jolly Rancher. Yeah. Green apple, right? I wonder how yeah. far away it is. Exactly. And it has a the similar. The king of all candy. I mean, let's, right, let's, let's I all be honest. So you get true. the giant bag, uh, you pick out the green ones first and the red ones mm-hmm. second. Right. And then maybe the purple ones and you take the blue ones and you throw those to your kids because they're the only kids <laughs> eat blue, blue food. I mean, it's just wrong. You know, but you eat the green ones first, right? Absolutely. Right? See, I love no. the blue cocktails, though. I go to a restaurant, any cocktail that's blue, I order it. Really? Yes. That's well, when he was a kid, me. he used to drink Windex. So, <laughs> so not surprising. It's, yeah. So that's a childhood yeah, memory. It's yeah, it's, yeah, it comes back okay. to him once in a while. Okay. So, I got why is Windex blue? Keep idiots from drinking it, right? Except children, yeah. because they like to eat and drink blue things, right? Yeah, yeah, but you know, what a finish. Windex. <laughs> it bless my, cures everything. Bless my it grandmother. Does. She she had a, a thing of cheap dishwashing liquid that had the bottle had cracked and was leaking, so she needed something to put it in. And she put the pink dishwashing liquid in a bottle of Pepto Bismol and put it under the sink. And when I was a kid, <laughs> I, I had a bad stomach and my stomach was bothering me. So I asked her, I said, Hey, could I could I have some Pepto? And she said, Yeah, sure. And I went under the sink and got it and got about two gulps down before that flavor hit me. So went outside at the farm and threw up soap for twenty minutes. Did you feel better after that? Surprisingly, I did. Yeah, once so, I got that taste out of my go. mouth, that's, that was fun. That's Bob's yeah. version, but I'm pretty sure the more accurate version is he was being bad and saying some really bad things, and he got his mouth washed out with soap. No, but I, I do like no, your story. I drank, I drank it. it. I mean, literally, like two gulp, gulp. When the second one went down, is when the oh, flavor hit, and that's I went awful. Oh yeah. Yeah, bless her heart. She's not. She's not with us anymore, and she was horrified, you know. But uh, you know, it, like you said, I probably deserved it anyway. So. Explains a lot, Bob. Doesn't it? <laughs> Better than a Windex smart guy. Yeah. Well, so, and we then all, he invited all his there friends is over the and second said, hey, title of this show. none of us go through life unscathed. I know. Uh, this also is true. So he went to school and told his friends he was pooping bubbles. 
Yeah, I wish. And they were like, wow, Bob's cool. The bubbles didn't come out that end. If they had come out that end, it would have been really awesome. You know? Going the other way was much less unpleasant. Bob's thinking, much well, less maybe unpleasant. I need to try that again. That would that would be the most you overindulged. That would be the most horrible bubble blowing on earth. You know? Actually, after that, I got a job yeah, working a for the uh, for Lawrence Welk uh-huh. show. I was behind the van stand. You remember the bubbles? Yeah. So that was, uh, you know, I made a few bucks doing that. But yeah, not bad overall. Right? Uh, overall, this one was pretty good. So yeah, I liked it. What do you, you think? think? Maury's just itching, itching, itching to say something. So say no, something. No, I, I just to me it was uh, it was a solid two. Really? Yeah. Okay. You want to try mine? Well, we've overruled you. Okay. We're giving it three sips. Interesting. <laughs> because much well, like much like every other day in your life, your opinion does not count anymore. So don't you know, get used it to it. It wouldn't be the first time I was overruled. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so what did you guys think? Sleep. Fairly good uh very good uh we had a nice lineup. Slate. Yeah, it was an interesting right? lineup. Very so interesting. It's I, I think the the key here is is there's not one of all of these that is the same as any of the others. Correct. Everything from Heaven's Door was different from everything else at Heaven's Door, and everything from Treaty Oak was different from everything else That's at Treaty true. Oak. Each one was very, very individual, which I kind of like. It you know it allows you to you know search and find different things as opposed to having everything taste pretty much the same. You right. know, some brands are that way, and some brands are not. I think they're taking a, a, a pretty novel approach at trying to reach out and, you know, find the pl- the profiles that, that work for them. So, You know, these Heaven Store bottles are really interesting from the front, but they're much more impressive from the backside when you oh, can yeah. see through. Yeah, when you look through and you whiskey. see it yeah, coming it, it, in the back. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. And, of course, Bob Dylan's well, signature like, at the bottom. Yeah, it's just like uh, Angel's Envy when you look at it from one side and you see the wings right. on the back. It, mm-hmm. It's 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 prettier on that one side but yeah yeah really it's cool. uh i mean I, I saw a picture of the gates there and yeah he's, he's got quite the he's got quite the studio going there so very steampunk on some of them you know, you know really i mean if you're going to get somebody to work with you on a whiskey uh having bob dylan involved in it, that, that's kind of cool idea, right? yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely that, that's definitely a- kind of cool because you, you get the feeling he's a guy who's had a, a dram or two of whiskey over the years. Yeah. Looks was, like it. Yeah, I was really hoping <laughs> one of you guys would do a little Bob Dylan impersonation today, but during your reading or sips ratings, but Sorry no. Dis- Why don't you come well, over I am disappointed, have some Maury. with me. Darn it, I'm disappointed. Well, Sorry to disappoint you, Denise. Yeah, we're going to have some whiskey. Justin it's really came good. Through. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed making this whiskey for everybody. Hope well, you liked it. We did. We enjoyed it. That sounds like a cartoon character. I just <laughs> yeah. can't get my hand. I can't get but my Bob finger Dylan right. sounds like a cartoon character. Well, that's true. It's like listening to Deputy Dog or something. Draw <laughs> McGraw. I, I can't figure out which one it is, but there's definitely somebody there out there that sounds like that. Could yeah. be Mr. Peabody. You know, can't make everybody happy, Bob. <laughs> well, that's just creepy. That's just definitely very, very, very creepy. So. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was nice to have all the different ones. So, you know, each one had its own distinct flavor. So it's a fun show. So, well, that's all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this episode and you can catch all of our episodes where you found this one as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio. 
and online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube, TuneIn, Blueberry, and about 400 other online places. Any place you can listen to a podcast, basically. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, Google, or whoever the lady is that talks back to you when you talk to your phone. Play podcasts, sip, suds, and smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes fly out on Twitter every day at sipsudsmoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. And you'll also be uh, you'll also be able to interact <laughs> with all the other fans on there. You can also check us out on Instagram at Sip Suds and Smokes or at Made Man Bob. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help, and we get to see your feedback as well. We want to thank our co-hosts. Thank you, Denise. Thank you. Oh, Maury was getting ready to jump in. Thank you. It was really interesting. I really enjoyed it. I would never jump in ahead of you. Hmm. Well, if he's going to be that way, I'm going to skip him. Thank you, Justin. Thank you very much, Bob. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> that's just That's just wrong. <laughs> Okay, and thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. It was a pleasure being here again. Love the musical theme today in the basement. It's nice down here in the basement. I like it. It's damp and fun. So, <laughs> <laughs> And for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob, and we thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. Yes, it is. Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 